Hello, friends. Welcome back to another podcast episode. Today, we are going to be talking all about host coaching and specifically giving you a couple of tips that will guarantee an increase in your show average. So whether you are in the party space or you are more in network marketing business model, but you want to still learn how to effectively have really incredible events, right? That the sales are high, people are having fun, your host is engaged, and your outcome, your desired outcome is successful, then this episode is for you. Hey friend, are you looking to start a fun business on the side, but don't know where or how to get started? Are you in direct sales, network marketing, or social retail, and looking for tangible ways to scale your business? You've come to the right place. Welcome to the Socially Selling Podcast with me, Becky Baxter. I was a teacher by trade turned entrepreneur. I am a mompreneur who has invested time, energy, and resources into growing a multi-million dollar business, all while playing the role of wife, mama, leader, friend, and CEO. I will share tangible tips, hacks, and raw moments that have led to my continued success. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on any of these real-life messy moments that have created incredible magic and changed the trajectory of my life. Let's get into the episode. First things first, let's just explain what host coaching is and why you would want to do it, right? When you think about a coach, a coach is someone who is going to educate, right? And inform and hold you accountable and help you understand how to better your performance, right? Or increase your chances of success. And so you, as the consultant, or the advocate, or whatever you call yourself, you your job is to, you know, once you have the booking, okay, so once you have the host and you have it on your calendar and they're going to have their party, your job is to help them have the confidence and tools and support to have an effective, right, and a, a fun, engaging, and a positive experience so that they get the results they want, which is usually in the party space. It means lots of host benefits, lots of free products and discounts, right? And so host coaching can be, in my opinion, a vital part of, you know, a vital like resource and, uh, you know, point of, I guess, I don't know what I'm trying to say, like um, just a place of interest, something that you should 1000% be making a priority. All right, host host coaching could be the difference in your paycheck, whether you have a $25 commission from a virtual party to a $250 commission to a $500 commission, right? And so I just want to encourage you to, if you have not sat down and created a system for your host coaching, right? To ensure the success of your virtual party. Consider this a sign, right? That you need to do it right now, okay? So host coaching, essentially, just to kind of wrap it up (laughs) nice and neat, 
is a system that you need to have put in place to ensure the success of your virtual parties. All right. So whether you are doing in-person events or, um, you know, or in-person parties or a virtual event and party, the process of host coaching is actually pretty similar. Now, of course, you would, you know, do a variety of um, different tasks, but the concept remains the same. And so I want you to think about, we're just going to like pause for a minute on the host coaching topic. And we're going to think for just a second about if you were hosting an event in your home, like a baby shower or a wedding shower, right? And, you know, I would imagine, right, that based on who it was, you would have a desired outcome, right? So you are a desired result. And so it might be that you're hosting a baby shower for your cousin. And, you know, the last thing that you want is for them to be sitting in your home, super excited about this baby, and one or two people show up, right? And you're, you're even though they're not your friends, and it's not, you know, you, maybe you feel like you did everything right and you're like, I don't understand, whatever it is, right? You might be embarrassed. You might be like, man, I, I was had high hopes for this baby shower. You know, I wanted her to feel pampered, to be excited, to feel like it was a fun experience, that she got everything that she wanted, right? So I want to encourage you to think about your virtual parties in that way and that your host is Essentially, they're yes, they're doing something for you, but you, in order for you to have a return on your energy and your time, right? You have to ensure it's a success, right? Like you're not going to get paid. You can show up and do the virtual party, right? Do post all the posts and do whatever you're planning to do in that event and during that time, but essentially, there is a chance that you will not get a return on that time investment, right? And so that is the host coaching is the determining factor of your paycheck. It's, it truly is the determination. Like it is the reason. It is the thing that will determine how big your paycheck is. And so that's why I wanted to put so much of an emphasis on it. Because just like if you were having a baby shower, you would be thinking about, okay, let's get the invitations out ahead of time. Let's do follow-ups. Let's get a head count. Let's plan out the food, the, you know, um, decorations, right? The theme. Let's talk to the, the guest of honor and explain what to expect. Let's have some games planned. Let's make it fun, right? What's the, you know, what's the timeline of how is it going to happen? Who's going to help? Who's going to, right? So like, just like an in-person event, right? Or um, even a virtual event, like you're going to have a strategy. You're going to have planned out what to expect, what needs to be done ahead of time to ensure that you get your desired result. And so I want you to ask yourself that, you know, I'm going to give you a bunch of different questions that I want you to jot down and take the time to answer. So whether you want to, you know, grab a pen and paper and listen to this episode when, and like pause it, you know, in between each question so that you can literally answer these or come back to it later and do that, right? It, either way, I think these questions are really powerful in helping you map out how to create a system to support the way you work your business. 
And so the first, literally the very first thing that you need to decide is what is your desired result? Like, what is the outcome? So if your goal is essentially to book, you know, two virtual parties a week or four virtual parties a week, right? Like, what is the desired outcome? Like, how many parties do you want? And what would you like the show average to be? So on average, each week, would you like, you know, to say, okay, I want to bring in $2,000 a week. So maybe two $1,000 virtual parties in sales, or do you want to bring in, you know, maybe your show average, you're thinking is around 500. And so you're like, I'm going to book four virtual parties to bring in 2000, whatever it is, you have got to have a baseline because then it gives you this, this, I guess, framework to build upon. Okay. We're going to start with the end in mind. So if you want a, like, let's just say a thousand dollar virtual event. All right. I want you to ask yourself these questions. The first thing would be like, how many guests in person or virtually need to be in attendance for your host to have a thousand dollar party? And if you're like, I don't know, (laughs) well, go look at your past parties. Like literally it's that easy. Go look to see how many people ordered and, or like events that you had, how many people ordered from that host party to give you whatever that, you know, that show, um, that show average was. And so you can look at a bunch of different parties and do some comparison, do the math and say, okay, on average, I had this many parties and this many people ordered. And so, you know, I need this many guests to order to ensure that my host is getting a thousand dollar virtual event. Right. So that's the first thing. Um, And then you need to decide how are you planning to communicate and set expectations? So are you going to use like messenger, texting? Um, Are you going to use like an automation service like Project Broadcast? Are you going to do a phone call? Are you going to mail like a host packet? Like any of these things, like basically like what all in the perfect world are you planning to do for your host communication? right? So how are you going to communicate and set those expectations? All right. Um, And I would also encourage you just like you, you would tell your host, and we'll talk about this in a second to invite in a variety of ways. The same thing kind of goes for your host coaching. So you don't want to just rely on only messaging them and or only texting them and you're like your project broadcast campaign. You can't just assume that one way is going to be effective because everyone communicates differently. Like we all consume media in a variety of ways. And so, you know, I would, I would challenge you and encourage you to make sure you are also communicating with your host in a variety of ways. All right. The next question is how will they get the word out and invite? So like, who are they going to invite? What are they going to say? What's the timeline on the invites? Okay. And, you know, are you giving them a graphic? Are you giving them verbiage? Are you telling them where to post, what to say, all the things, right? So so thinking about in, inviting, because this is like a big part of it. And the statistics have changed, okay? The stats have changed. Years ago, you could say, hey, invite 50 friends and you'll be golden, okay? Or, or it would be like, invite your entire friends list and you would be golden. Nowadays, it's more of 
permission-based marketing and permission-based inviting, meaning they have got to connect one-on-one and that is probably the best strategy for inviting. All right. And then the next thing would be, you know, like, what are the expectations? What will you be asking of them? Meaning like, I usually would share things like, hey, I'm going to, you know, I want your party to be successful. Explain why, like, what is your goal for their party? You know, you want them to have a thousand dollar show and like, what will they get with that? Right. And then say, because of, you know, whatever, right? Like the verbiage does not matter, but you basically are going to say like, because you want their show to ensure the success of their party happens and that they get all of these things and what's on their wish list, blah, 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 blah. You are going to give them, you know, have like a strategy for and and a consistency of what you're going to give them every single day, right? So like what you'll be asking of them is to like make one post on social media, you know, one action step or whatever, you know? And so you need to have a kind of crystal clear idea of what you're going to expect of them. Because otherwise, if someone has never had a successful virtual party or in-home party, they don't know what they don't know, right? Like I can still remember the first time I had um, like any kind of event for my children or for myself or a birthday party or whatever. And it's like ahead of time, you think, you know, all the things to plan and prepare and whatnot, but really stuff just comes up and it's like, you don't know what you don't know. Right. It's the same thing with a virtual party. If they have not had the experience and remember, right. Like what they did to ensure a successful you know, outcome, then they more than likely don't know what is needed. And so that is why you are there to coach them, right? The next thing is what platform or format will you be using for the virtual event? So are you going to use Facebook? Uh, Does your company have a platform? Are you going to use a group, an event? Are you going to do a Zoom party? Are you going to do it in a coffee shop? right? Are you going to do it in someone's home? Um, And so you just kind of have to decide like, what is it going to, is it going to be like a 30 minute event, a texting party, a messenger party? Is it going to be a week long event? Is it going to be a three day event, right? You kind of need to have upfront, like what is the platform, whether it's social media or like, where will you be? And then, you know, kind of the timeline of the party. So like, how long is it? going to last? When does it start? When when it ends for customers versus also when you expect and need their order to be submitted, right? Because it's like, I know every company is different that is in the party space, but, um, you know, <laughs> I remember having hosts that literally like, you guys, it was like a year later and they would give me their order. And that is just like, frustrating. Like that is just not okay. Right. And so you need to set the standard and expectation up front that like, Hey, this is when the party will be closed. Like this is when, you know, be sure to have your order in by this timeline. I'm so excited for you to get all those discounts or whatever. Right. Um, and then finally, what is your strategy for like after the party? So meaning like, what is your communication going to be like to your host to ensure that they have a such like a rock solid experience that they're going to want to book with you again, right? So do you have a strategy for rebooking? 
Just like at the dentist, you guys, like, do you rebook your dentist appointment? Yes. Sometimes, sometimes even your haircut or a massage or whatever, you know, like, do you schedule it again? And so you could do that with, with your host. You could even offer booking incentives for like, you know, to see if maybe you got one booking and you're trying to get three from their virtual party or whatever, right? And offer an incentive to your host, right? So just have some kind of like after the party strategy, not only for your customers, which that we're not talking about that today, but also for your host. And so once you have taken the time to answer all of those questions, you are going to decide where you will store this information and how you're going to deliver it to your host. Okay. So it may seem like an overwhelming, like daunting task to create this system, but I promise it will be more than worth it. And I think just like any system or strategy or whatever in your business, the most important thing to remember is that do create something that you will stick with, that you will be consistent with. Because, you know, you may be like, well, my upline does project broadcast and I don't even know how to do that. Or you may be like, my upline said I have to call every single host, but I just can't do that because I have a toddler at home and blah, blah, blah. Right. Okay. That's fine. Like literally our is project broadcast is messenger is texting is phone calls. Are all of these things going to be effective? Yes. All, every single one is effective, but my opinion is to pick one thing that you are going to be consistent with that you will show up and do that will help you with the follow through because if you are uncomfortable with something or you don't like something or you're not going to be consistent with it or you're, you know, questioning it or you don't like the way something's done, chances are you're not going to keep doing it, which means you're not going to have success. Your virtual parties are going to flop and you're going to and in-home events, whatever, right? It's going to flop and you're going to wish that you had done things differently. And so start out, even if you're upline or sideline or the company or whoever says you need to do things a certain way. If there is something specific that you're like, I, that's just not going to work for me, think of a way to still have, you know, a system or strategy or something in place that to support your lifestyle, your desires, but also give you the outcome that you want. Okay. So I'm going to give you five tips to implement, whether you have a system you don't have a consistent one, or maybe you want to add in some things that I just covered. Like maybe I just, you know, from the questions that I asked you to jot down and take some time to answer, maybe you're like, you know what? I feel really good about my host coaching, but actually um, I really want to do blank or whatever, or I'm going to add this in that Becky just shared, you know, whatever it is, right? Either way, these five things that I'm about to share with you can drastically increase the outcome of your party whether it is an in-home party or a virtual party, okay? So if you are in the party space, I know I just, I encouraged you, the first half of this episode was like, hey, jot down these questions. This is gonna give you like an, kind of like a brain dump on what do you want to see happen, like based on your party style. Because everyone is different. The way people work their business, it's just different. Okay, so that was kind of the first half of this episode was getting it all out there, right? Like, what do you expect? How are you going to communicate, right? What format, what platform, the timeline, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Okay, so now that you have all of that stuff, 
Let's jump into five tips to implement no matter where you are on the spectrum of you've got a rock solid host coaching strategy or you don't have one at all, or you're like, mine can use some work. The Anyone can implement these um, tips. All right. So number one, create a video from you to your host. Okay. This could be a generic video where literally like you are, I mean, you don't have to say their name. Okay, so you could record like one every product season change or one once a month, you know, if you wanted to include things like the host special or or product specials or guests, you know, whatever, right? You can record it as often as you want or make it super, super duper generic so that you can just repurpose it over and over and over and over and over. But you guys, there is so much power in video. And I would encourage you to record something that is fairly generic so that you can repurpose it very consistently. But this gives the host an opportunity to not only hear your voice, to see you, but to get a kind of to have upfront this set expectations of what they are, you know, not only going to have to do, but they're going to feel a little bit more connected to you hearing what I'm about to share that you need to include as well as, you know, hopefully get them excited, you know, and and energized and ready to go and jump into this uh, virtual party that you're about to do for them. So in the video, kind of an outline of what I would include would be the first thing, thank them for hosting. I mean, the very first thing out of your mouth should be you're thanking them and you appreciate, you know, them taking the time, blah, 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 whatever. Say what you want to say, whatever you want to say. <laughs> and, um, you know, briefly after that, tell your story. And I mean, briefly, like this should not be like a minute long. Share why you started your business, why you continue to work your business and how, you know, if they're interested in learning more about it, you would love to share that with them, right? Like that's pretty much it. Okay. The third thing in the video, you're going to share with them your excitement for their party and your desired outcome. So if your expectation is that you want them to have a thousand dollar party, they will work to the level that you set. So if you tell someone like, all you have to do is get $200 in sales to get a half price item, they're probably only going to get $200 in sales. Okay. I'm just telling you, right? People will work to the expectation that you set. So share with them, be excited, tell them everything they're going to get when they reach a $1,000 party or a $1,500 party, whatever it is, right? And the reason you want to share only that is because, I mean, let's be honest. If you mail a host packet or if you have a virtual catalog or host detail, you know, host um, incentive details or whatever, they have a host dashboard, they can see. They're a grown-up. They can read all of the other, you know, levels. But the one that you want to specifically point out to them is the one that you want them to achieve, okay? And so after you share that, then you're going to set the expectations up front. Okay, so in this video, you're going to say, you're going to communicate, right, and say to them, hey, I'm going to be sending you X, Y, and Z to do every single day. And I know with, you know, with this strategy 
and with the specials that we have going on right now, you are going to have an incredible party. I promise it won't take much of your time. You know, say whatever that you want to say during that, but set the expectations up front so that they're not, you know, halfway through the party and feeling like, oh my gosh, I have to, you know, um, I have to get on Facebook every day or what, you know, whatever it is. Right. And, and they're like, this is not what I expected. Or maybe, you know, the last thing you want is for them to be disappointed. Maybe you have set the expectation about how many orders need to happen in order to reach your goal, like on average, right? And so instead of them being disappointed and saying, I can't believe no one ordered, or we only got two orders, instead say, hey, on average, you know, this many people in the virtual event or in at our in-home party, you know, that that's going to give us a thousand dollar party or whatever, right? So set the expectations up front. And then I would say kind of like wrapping up the video, talk about like briefly mention the business again and the opportunity of making money. Cause I usually would just say like, hey, I'm sure the last thing on your mind right now is starting a side business or signing up to be a consultant or advocate or whatever. But I did want to share with you that if this is something you are interested in learning more about, I would love to help this be your launch party. And it's not too late. Otherwise, watch what I do. And at the end of the party, if you are looking to make some extra money, let's talk a little bit more about it. Right. And so you're, you're just kind of like mentioning it in passing again so that you're bringing it up. And it's like, hey, if this is something you're interested in kind of thing, like the opportunity is there. All right. And then you're going to end the video on what's going to happen next. So whether you say, hey, you know, the next step is for me to set up your virtual party on, you know, Facebook group on Friday and I will send you an invite. Um, as soon as you join the group, I want you to, you know, whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like you're going to end on what is the next action step? Because usually the last thing people hear is what they remember. Um, and so that's why you kind of want to end on mentioning the business again. And then what happens next? All right. So that's the first thing is to create a video from you to your host. The second thing is to communicate daily with a prompt on what to post in their party. So if this is like a virtual event, okay, so this is specific, specifically talking about virtual events. Um, if they are doing, whether it is a, you know, three-day event, a 30-minute event where you have a like the day before, the day of, and the day after or whatever, or it's like a seven day event, whatever it is, like five day, I have no idea, right? Everyone does their parties differently. I would encourage you to have a prompt for them to post in their party and an action step for them to do, okay? And so this that's the first two things is to message them like a graphic and like, here's what you're gonna post in your party and, and even explain, right? Like explain why you're doing these things, okay? But this alone, the engagement coming from your host, it's gonna get the attention of the algorithm a lot better because they are the person that invited their, their friends to the group, right? So when you're posting, their friends may not be getting notifications because they're not friends with you. And so when they contribute to the group, and the content that's going into that um, 
platform, it's the chances of that content popping up in front of someone's feed and getting that notification is a lot greater than if just you were posting. Okay. And then an action step, you know, these can be each day you can give them something like a tip, right? So the first day might be like, Hey, you know, take your catalog with you to work and see if you, if there's any friends, um, or coworkers that might be interested in ordering, right? Another tip might be post on your personal Facebook wall and on your Instagram that you're hosting a party so that people who may not have seen your message or notification or that you may have left off might be interested in joining us, right? You can also tell them to, you know, have a plan to, um, you know, message 10 people, right? That are not on Facebook and that they did not invite. All right. So basically just each day you're trying to think of something to help increase the sales of the party. And then you're also going to want to update them every single day. This part I would do in voice clip, update them every single day, um, who has ordered and like what the party sales are at. Uh, and the reason why you're going to want to do this as often as possible is so that they can hear the excitement in your voice. So if they're at like 175 or whatever, and the host benefits start at 200, then you can say like, oh my goodness, we just got our first, you know, four orders or three orders and you're already at 175. Like, I'm so excited to get this party rolling, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like, you know what I'm saying? And so it just, it's exciting versus like, Hey, the party's at 175, right? Like there's just a difference. Okay. And so the communication is key and your excitement and energy will be contagious. Number three is to post a thank you post in the party with a graphic and tag the people in the group that placed an order. All right. Now, again, this may seem like an obvious thing. It's like, well, duh, I'm going to tell them thank you. But the, but the, but the thing I want you to remember is that this, every time you do this is going to send a notification to your host. So it's like, oh good, people are ordering, right? It's also going to send a notification or it should to the majority of people in the group. And it kind of gives this reminder like, oh, I need to get my order in if they haven't already done so. So it's, it's in a way it's like recognition, right? What gets recognized gets repeated. Number four is to update the party stats every day or every other day in the virtual event. Okay, so this uh, the majority of these uh, tips are obviously beneficial for virtual parties, but you could do something very similar. Okay, with in-home shows. But speaking of with of virtual parties, right? You could create a fun graphic to track it throughout the party. Or simply make a post with like a fun GIF, GIF, G-I-F, each time you make a new post to like update everyone in the party. And so I always would use verbiage that was kind of like, um, so I'm just going to read some examples. Shout out to our party guests for helping the host, so use the host name, get to 476 in sales. We are only two days into the party and blank has already earned blank, right? Have you placed your order yet? Host name, so blank, is not far away from the next level. All right, so this is kind of like, yay, we're celebrating our host. We're excited for them. Look at what they're already getting, which also advertises like bookings in a way because people might be thinking like, oh, I had more on my list. Oh, wow, they're getting, you know, they're getting these things for free and discounts, okay? And then the final tip is to go live in the party. Now, 
I'm just going to be honest, okay? Video is queen. You know, they'll say like cash is king, but I believe cash is queen, right? It's like video is queen. Like if you are going live in your virtual parties, I do not care what company you are with. If you go live, the chances of people engaging in the content, which means they're going to be interested in whatever it is that you're selling. All right. The chances of sales happening as a result are so much greater than the virtual parties and events where people do not go live. So if you're listening to this and you are not someone who is leveraging video on social media, now is the time to do it. Okay. Now is the time to say, okay, I've heard this so many times. I'm 1000% going to jump on the bandwagon and start doing it. And so, you know, you don't have to overthink it. Like literally you could go live in the party to share your story. Tell why you, you're doing your business. Thank the host, right? Like welcome people to the party. You can go live and do a product demo. You can go live and you could even go live with your host and interview your host and ask, you know, whatever, ask them questions about why they're hosting a party or whatever. You know, it has different. You could do a Q&A time where people can ask you any question about either the business or about the products or just anything, right? I mean, you can literally, I'm trying to think what else, um, what else you can go live about. Okay. I mean, obviously like product demos or, um, let's see, unboxing. Maybe you're, you, you just got like new products in or whatever. Maybe you want to give behind the scenes of, you know, um, I don't even know. Like, it just depends, right, on your company. Because there's so many different industries that are listening to this podcast. But at the end of the day, video is going to be a huge contributor to the success of your party. It just is. People are watching it. People are interested in it. I mean, I just want to encourage you to, you know, and it doesn't mean, like, if, if you're someone who's like, I do four to six virtual parties every single week. I can't go live in every party. That's fine. You don't have to, but you can go live from a business page or your personal page and share that live video into all of those groups at the same time. And so, you know, whether you do it in different groups or you record yourself, um, I think there's a lot more power in the actually going live instead of a recording. But if you just can't do it, then do some recordings, some videos and upload the, them because the stats on video content for marketing from the marketing perspective is so much greater than just about every single other type of content that you can create. So if you're not doing anything with video to increase your virtual party show average, you're missing out. All right, so hopefully these tips will give you a few new strategies that increase your virtual party or your event sales. I hope they were helpful. I hope you're excited and you got a couple of new ideas or maybe you were even reminded of something that you used to do that you wanna get back to. Either way, if you found this helpful, please send it to a friend, like text the link to a friend, maybe even share it with your team. Or you could simply give it a five-star review on the platform that you're listening to this episode on. The more that you do that, the more 
the, uh, the podcast gets in front of more people and the, the greater impact that, you know, this industry has on the lives of others around us. I just wanted to take a minute to say thank you for listening to my podcast today. One way to spread the word and share what you've learned today with others is just to simply take a screenshot, post it on your social platforms, and don't forget to tag me. And if you enjoyed this episode, it would mean the world to me if you would leave a five-star review on whatever platform that you're listening to this episode on. As always, I appreciate your love, support, and encouragement. I'm cheering you on, friend.